Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice, and I am so glad that you are here. Blow you stay As always, I celebrate you, I see you, I'm so proud of you for all that you've accomplished, for all your trying, for you doing the best you can. I celebrate you, sis. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm so glad that you're here. I don't take it for granted. You could be listening to a million different podcasts, and the fact that you show up here to listen to me means a lot to me. It's like we're sharing space, we're sitting down at a table talking together. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So as always, Black Girl Creative is brought to you by the Black Girl Creative Collective, a free community of Black women coming together, supporting one another from all walks of life, all different um, mediums, all different visions and dreams and goals, where we come together and talk about life, creativity, our hearts, you know, just just everything. Um, it's everything. Um, I wish I could just like sum it up in a sentence, but it's so much more than that. So feel free to join. It's free. Um, and you'll meet some amazing women doing amazing things in there. So I want to start off this episode by shouting you guys out, you all who have left reviews, who have shared it with other people who have sent me DMs, all that good stuff. Like, I want to celebrate you. So I'm going to read a review um, from a listener, and it comes from Antonini Rogers. I hope I'm saying that right. If I'm not, please correct me. But thank you so much for writing this. Um, Their review says, I love the focus on being your authentic, creative self with purpose, on purpose, powerful. The works need this. Keep it up, please. Yes, thank you so much. I definitely will keep it up. Um, You all are giving me everything I need to just keep going. All the encouragement, all the affirmations. And I really, really appreciate it because like I said, it gets lonely here behind this mic. Like I can't really talk to you face to face, but we do do that in the collective. So shout out to that, join. Um, But I can't really talk to you face to face. And even though you all are like listening and I see the numbers, I can't see the heart and the soul behind those numbers. So being able to actually read the words of listeners means everything means absolutely everything um we have another one i'm gonna read one more, one more review this is from bird steve b-y-r-d steve and they say i just found this podcast and love it it's so real and inspiring to hear alicia chase her dreams and have the freedom to go after what she wants alicia is so fun yay thank you i love her desire to give yourself grace and celebrate your successes definitely check this out thank you so much bird steve i appreciate you listening i appreciate all the sweet and kind words. You didn't have to say all that, but you did. And I'm really, really grateful. Thank you so much. Yeah, I try to be as much as myself here as possible. And again, like I said, you're going to hear the stutters. You're going to hear, you know, me knocking the mic from time to time. Because all I'm doing is just trying my best. And I want you guys to feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, do your best and that is success. Um, So yeah, so let's dive into today's episode. So the question I have for you is, what if it does work out? What if it does work out? So when we want to try something new, when we want to take, you know, a leap of faith, when we want to do something brave, the first thing that tends to pop into our heads is, what if this doesn't work out? What if I fail? What if I look dumb? What if nobody shows up? What if, you know, what if I break it? What if I'm not good at it? What are people going to say about me? What if I never get an opportunity like this again and I mess it up? And it's just like, and we self-sabotage because we don't want to fail. Like ultimately we don't want to fail. We don't want to feel the pain. And I get it. I understand it. And I've been there and I still am there in a lot of ways. Right. But what if it does work out? 
Like we always, again, we always go negative. What if it fails? What if people don't show up? What if people do show up? You know, what, what if it does work out? What if you do win? What if you do, you know, become this person that you envisioned becoming or better, right? Because I really feel like we stop ourselves from winning before we even get a chance to try. And we believe, it's like, it's so sick. We say, oh my gosh, this is going, what if this fails? And so to avoid the possibility of failure, we don't take the chance at all. We don't make the first step. And then we kind of confirm our own beliefs without even trying to necessarily do the things. And so then you start believing, oh snap, I am a failure because I'm so unaccomplished or because I haven't tried anything. But really, you're not a failure. You just didn't give yourself a chance to try. You know what I mean? Like we cannot judge ourselves based on what we won't allow ourselves to do. And so to me, like I talked about before, it's really important that we redefine what success actually is, what it actually looks like for ourselves. For me as a singing, as a singing artist, my definition of success is not to be like Beyonce, is not to be like Rihanna, is not to be like you know these famous, famous people. I wanna be myself. I wanna be financially free. I want people to be moved by my music. I wanna travel and perform. And if I can do those things, then to me that is success, right? I don't have to be super duper rich and famous to be successful in my own right. But the thing is, if I never try to do the thing, if I never try to achieve the dream, then yes, I'm going to feel like a failure. I'm going to feel like, yeah, I can't do that because I'm afraid of failing. And then therefore I am failing, right? It's like, it's like, a, um, I forget the phrase that they use to describe that, but it's like, you're re, you're like confirming your beliefs, your beliefs. So your beliefs, what you believe defines what you're going to do. And so your action is then going to reaffirm your beliefs. And so it's just a cycle that you're caught in. It's like, I might fail, so I'm not going to do it. And then you feel like a failure for not doing it. And then you reaffirm this belief that you are a failure. And so then you don't take chances on anything in the future either. And so either way, you're putting yourself in a position where you can't win, where you won't be the winner because you won't give yourself a chance because you don't believe that you're worthy of a chance. And because you don't give yourself a chance, you're like, see, this is why it doesn't work out. This is why I don't win. But again, what if it does go, go well, right? And what if even in your failure, that's still a win? So like I said, I feel like anytime I go to an open mic night, right? There are people who get up there and people are like, oh, they can't sing. They're not good at it. Look at them, right? But no, but them getting on the stage is a win. Them working through their fear and showing up to do the best that they possibly can is a win. And so for me, they've already won by stepping on that stage, by opening their mouth and reciting a poem or by singing a song or by playing the guitar or whatever it is, they win. And so maybe we should re like redefine our relationship with failure because all failure is, is information. All failure is, is like, huh, you know what? This didn't work out right. Let me try something else. Let me tune it. Let me pivot. Let me, let me try again. But some people take failure to be like, oh, this is it. This is the end all be all. I can't do it. Right. And it's almost like they, they fear, the fear is death. Like ultimately every fear that we have is surrounded around death. You know what I'm saying? Like the fear of failing. It's like, oh, if I fail, people are going to, you know, think that I'm a failure, think that I am a loser, and therefore they're not going to want to hang out with me. They're going to judge me. They're going to be secretly judging me in their mind. They're not going to hang out with me. And then there's going to be a death of relationship or death of, um, of, of people's opinion about me. You know what I'm saying? Of people's good opinions about me. And so we're all trying to avoid death, right? But failure isn't the end all be all. Failure is feedback. <laughs> failure is feedback. So even, let's say that your dream is to be a singer, right? And so you do all this work, you're trying to start your own label and do your own things. And then you realize, actually, I don't want to be a singer anymore. And so some people might say like, oh God, I don't want to do something. And then down the, down the line, I'll find out this isn't actually what I want to do or actually what I'm made to do, right? 
But then if you figure out, you know what? I don't want to be a singer anymore, but I want to be a talent agent. I want to be an agent. I want to be I want to be a manager. Like this is what I want to do. You would never get to that place of knowing you want to be a manager if you never gave yourself a chance to try. So while it looks like from the outside, oh, you failed at your dream, no, you're getting feedback and information. You're giving yourself a chance to try and experiment to see if you even like it. And then beyond that, you're able to try different things to put you on a new path towards who you're really supposed to be. And so we miss out on these opportunities when we set ourselves up by saying, what if it fails? What if it doesn't work out? I'm afraid of doing this because I'm afraid of it, of it not working out. And so again, you're saving, you're saving yourself from something bad, but losing, failing, things not working out how we want to work out is not bad. It's not bad. Closed doors are not always bad, right? Pivoting is not always bad. It really puts us on a path to where we're supposed to be. I think about romantic relationships, right? You get into this relationship with this person and you do have fears going in. You're afraid like, oh, what if this person leaves me? What if they actually start becoming interested in somebody else and it starts becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? And so we're putting ourselves in these positions. We're questioning them like, do you hate me? Do you, do you not like me? And so we're making them feel kind of insecure about our relationship because we're insecure. So it's self-fulfilling. And then eventually they leave. Or maybe we had these secret fears and then they do leave. And so we think like, oh God, I failed. When in reality, no, the win is showing up and loving. Loving someone is hard. Being vulnerable with someone is hard. Being sensitive and again, vulnerable, that's difficult, right? That's the the scary work. But you being broken up with or leaving this person might lead you to the next person you're supposed to be with. And so you might never have been with the person. So for all my married folk out there, you may never have married the person you're supposed to marry because you're too afraid of it failing. You're too afraid of it not working out. You're you're not giving yourself a chance, right? And so we self-sabotage so often because we're afraid of the pivot. We're afraid of having to change our minds, change our roots, change our routines, change our mindsets, right? Because that's the heavy work. It's easier just to sit on the side and be like, you know what? I'm not going to do it because it might not work out. And the thing is, yes, it might not work out. But it might, but I feel like even in it not working out, it still works out. Like all things work together for good, right? So even if something doesn't work out, if a door closes, that means another one's open. That means something else is coming, right? Like, again, we talked about making room in your life for the good things. Like you have to be okay with trying something and it kind of falling apart or it not turning out how you want it to be in your mind. Because like I said, we all dream ideally. We all have these ideal dreams of like perfect situations. And so when that doesn't happen, we think we failed. When in reality, all we're doing is being brave enough to take the first step and learning from those experiences. So again, it's like, okay, this relationship didn't work. Why didn't this relationship work, right? Write down all those things. And then you know in the next relationship what you're not gonna put up with. Like, I know I did that. I was like, I'm not doing this no more. (laughs) I'm not arguing with people about this anymore. I'm not gonna try to prove my worth to another lover anymore. I'm not doing that anymore because that in turn ruins my self-esteem. And so I know in a bad, the bad place that it puts me in. And so I know what I will and will not put up with in a relationship. And it's the same way for you and your dreams, right? If you want to be a singer and it's not working out, let's, let's say you, you, work, you tried out for American Idol. And so they're like, you know what? You're not what we're looking for, right? Some people might, say, might take that and be like, you know what? I'm going to throw, throw away my whole dream. When in reality, maybe American Idol just wasn't for you because they're looking for a certain kind of look or a certain kind of sound or feel or whatever, a certain kind of age, like... We know the music industry is very ageist and sexist, and um, they're very focused on the outward appearance, wherein you could take that experience and be like, you know what? I'm going to start a talent company developing artists. 
so that they don't have to focus on how they look. They can focus on their actual art. I'm going to take that in and, and actually look at the artist and see them for who they are instead of judging them off of appearances in their age or whatever. You wouldn't have that experience. You wouldn't have that business if you weren't rejected from American Idol. And again, this is just an example, but you can apply this to your own life. My whole point in this whole episode, it was just a quick step in a reminder to leave room for the good and the pivot, for the growth and the lessons. You won't grow if you don't try. You won't grow if you don't fail. You know what I'm saying? Like we're trying to avoid failure so much that we end up not growing. We end up being stagnant. We end up being, we end up killing our dream and suffocating it because we're not willing to try. And so the question I have for you is what if it does work out? Then what? Then what? What if we took that mindset from, I'm not doing it because it's not going to work out or it might fail to like, even if it fails, it still works out. Even if it doesn't turn out how I want it to turn out, it still works out. Or what if it turns out to be exactly everything I wanted it to be and more? Even though we dream ideally, what I'm learning is that God has bigger dreams for us, better things for us. And so anything that we can dream, he can do like infinity plus, right? Like, I know that's not really a number, but you know what I'm saying? Like God is God. So any dream that we have for ourselves, he has bigger for ourselves. We have to take that first step. Those dreams he gives us is for a reason. They're little clues. They're like, hey, you're interested in singing. Why don't you sing something, you know? And then follow me, follow these breadcrumbs, follow this stuff, do the little small steps, take control of what you can take control of, which is showing up every day or showing up however often you can and let God lead you along the way. But you have to take the first step. You have to be brave enough and you have to consider What if it does work out? So I hope you take this with you throughout your week, throughout your day. I hope that you are um, courageous enough to start messy, to start with the beginning in mind, not the end. I hope that you're willing to work with an open hand so that if something is taken away, that you're not devastated, that you're not holding on to it for dear life, but that you're open, palmed for something new for God to give you in place of that thing. And let me know what you think. Let me know how this is resonating with you. I'm still chewing on this thing um, because I've let go of the ideal dream. Like I still dream, I still have the ideals in mind, but again, it's with an open hand. It's like, okay, whatever I have, God has so much better. And so again, even when it doesn't work out, even when it fails, it still works out in the end. It brings me that much closer to what I'm really supposed to be doing, what I'm, who I'm really supposed to be talking to, what I'm really supposed to be about and accomplishing. Right. And so that's the mission. The mission is to get closer to that, not to just hold on to whatever dreams I had at 12, 15, 21. You know, at 31, my dreams look very different. And it's because I have open palms. And so I want you to go into your dreams with open palms as well. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that you got something from this episode. I hope it made sense. Again, let me know. Feel free to DM me, send me an email. Um, leave a review. I'll read it here on the podcast. Check out the collective. Check out the book. And until next episode, you guys, keep creating, keep making because you are created to create. As cheesy as that, as that sounds, you're created to create. Okay? So I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.